just call me T. Marie, and this is yet another episode of the Come Up Culture Podcast. Listen, I just went through a whole intro, a whole intro without pressing record. You know, let's just say, you know, welcome back. It's a new month. I feel like I haven't done this in forever. I don't know why. It's only been two weeks, but hey, here we are yet again. Uh, what's going on with y'all? How was y'all Memorial Weekend? Oh my god, I'm really, I'm really upset with myself. I was in a pocket. You hear me? I was in a pocket with my intro. I was jumping, boom, 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 hitting my, my segues, boom, boom, boom. But at least a bitch knows she got it. You know, that was just the warm up. That was the practice. A bitch is getting lit at this shit. <laughs> but now nah, let me let me try to regain some of that momentum before I, I really lose it. So I was in my feelings this weekend. You know, I was asking about what did y'all do for the weekend? Did you cook out? You know, the the, the girlies on Twitter were talking shit about the the mandem and how they don't know how to cook out. You know, how it was very few and far between to find niggas on the grill this weekend. I shared how lucky I was to not be one of those people because I went to not one but two cookouts this weekend. Round of applause. Sure did. Uh, one was held by my homegirl's family and the other by her boyfriend's friends. So it was really interesting to see them amongst their own social circles um, for the first time because usually I kind of like come visit and then hold them hostage and I just make them do all the things that I want to do. But this particular visit, I said, you know what? I'm down to do what you guys want to do. And that's exactly what we did. Um, I was just saying that through reading my feelings off of the feelings wheel. um, And that's kind of when I realized that I wasn't recording. Um, I noticed that a lot of my feelings fell into the bad or fearful um, categories. And if it wasn't for me being able to objectively you know in inspect these feelings I could see how this would have ruined my day or my week rather because I was really beating myself up because like in both situations um in both situations I felt myself being very socially awkward and in the moment it was just like I had a lot of things on my mind I had a lot of things going but in hindsight looking back I'm just like bitch you probably looked weird as fuck like this is what years of not having self-awareness must have been like is like just not knowing how you come across so let me let me see if I could get back into the story and let you know so the feelings I felt this weekend were and come on stop minimizing I maximize you for a reason um was nervous exposed threatened rejected excluded in not inadequate um damn it where is it at out of control and overwhelmed and maybe even a little pressured and it was just a matter of like of course all of these feelings are my own and there's nobody who can you know be held responsible for my feelings however I can map exactly where each feeling came from and why each feeling came from that place and not only does it leave me to be just a smidge embarrassed about you know just how sensitive my fucking ass is it's like what the hell was my life like before I started doing this? Like I must have been out here wilding. Like niggas must have constantly been on looking at me like Get you some mental help, ho. Like for real. Like Bitch, what you looking for? Nobody's telling you that. Because I can't even imagine. So like, all right, let me let me let me go down the list, right? So the first event which was Saturday, was supposed to be a pool party. And I was like, damn, I want to go, but I don't have a bathing suit. So let me let me think about this. We got to go get a bathing suit. So now we're going from store to store. I'm looking at bathing suits. First bathing suit I picked up, of course, 40 something dollars. And I'm just like, Ugh, why would I pick the one bathing suit in Walmart amongst all of these six and $16 bathing suits? Why do I pick up the one 
that's forty dollars. It's leopard print. I'm thinking it should fucking be on sale. Y'all niggas don't like fucking leopard print, so I should be good, right? Wrong. Um, had to put that one back. Next door didn't have my size. Had to put that back. Next door was kind of like, mm. oh, before I even mention that, in the Walmart, I picked up the bathing suit. Thought it was gonna be a one and done. I dropped my phone again and crack it even further so now I'm distraught because in my brain it was like okay the one little crack is not gonna bother me it's in the corner I got the screen protector I should be fine I drop it again in Walmart and what happens cracks halfway up the damn screen like I just I I can't and then in the back of my mind I'm like fuck I don't have money to get a new phone I don't have money to fix this shit Oh my God, my life sucks right now. When before it used to be that a crack screen was a drop in the bucket. And now I feel like I'm going to be financially ruined. <laughs> and that starts the downward spiral. Then it goes to thoughts of, um, I'm, I'm broke. I'm fat. All these bathing suits are smalls and mediums and my ass won't fit in that. Um, I can't wear this size. Damn, I'm not big enough for a one piece yet. Or am I like all of these? So now I have like fucking body dysmorphia conversations going on. Bitch, it's summertime. You lost zero weight from the pandemic. This is the first summer that niggas is going to actually be outside. Can you hide that pouch? I don't fucking think so. All of this now in my brain, in my brain, in my brain, in my brain. Now... We finally do find a bathing suit. I found two, actually. And God bless my friend for not letting me have to pick between either or. I really love you, girl. And I appreciate the fuck out of you for that. Because you really didn't have to. Especially without knowing all of the shit that was in my brain prior to that. So you really did make my day, even though it probably didn't look like it. But I say all of that to say... I buy the two bathing suits. We finally get dressed and get out the house. She looks fucking amazing. But of course she does. She's a bad bitch. I came prepared to look like a bum because I didn't think we were going around people. And so now I feel like I'm comparing myself. Granted, we're almost 10 years apart. So Tina, grow the fuck up. But these are the things that happen in my head. So now we get there and I feel awkward because I don't really know how to maneuver. And it didn't dawn on me that I didn't know how to maneuver because it had been one so long since I've been in a social setting like that. And two, I never realized that I usually am, am not around people who have large families of this extent, like so casually, like this wasn't a wedding. This wasn't a, you know, a milestone birthday. This wasn't a anything. This was a random Saturday that happened to be hot and the whole family got together. And that was such a beautiful thing to really, really see. Like it really and truly was so beautiful to, to, to watch the family get together. I mean, like generations, the grandma, the grandpa, a lot of the kids, the daughters. Why did, why did grandpa get a bomb? My bad. But like the grandma, the grandpa, uh, you know, the kids and their kids and their kids' kids. And you know, it just it was just so beautiful. And so it just bothered me that I didn't, you know, have the time that I would have thought I would have had because there was so much shit built up in my head from earlier that day that I did not realize was now hindering me from being social in that moment and then that social awkwardness allowed for you know other people to kind of like bypass and like you know just be like okay well she's weird or whatever in the corner on her phone doing whatever blah 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 and so it gave me an automatic pass but I realized in that moment that I did my homegirl such a disservice in like showing up for her as her friend and then being completely antisocial towards her family I fucked up I fucked up and I'm sorry girl I really and truly am but it doesn't help that your mom didn't recognize me when I did think she was gonna save me from boredom and then she didn't and that crushed me 
because I thought I really thought I had an ally in that moment because even her boyfriend was like integrated with everything so like I really was like left to fend for my own and I felt weird because I was like "Mm, do I chill with the cousins even though they are like all in their 20s and a little young or do I go sit with the aunties like what do I do (laughs) where do I go I was so confused like I had no idea so it just was like my brain shut down I had got a phone call I ended up staying on the call for majority of the, the evening you know and I just let my homegirl rock out with her family and then that was that and then the very next day I realized when we went with the boyfriend's friends I realized yet again here I am being you know mad awkward and antisocial. what the fuck is wrong with me what is going on and that's when I pinpointed and realized duh Tina you've never learned how to introduce yourself in a non-formal setting to a group because anytime I've ever been in a large group of people that I don't know it's always been either a networking mixer or like a happy hour or like an office party or something where the default networking is hey what's your name what do you do blah 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 and that's how most people start conversations but in more casual social settings you just gotta start talking like niggas is not gonna prioritize asking what it is you do or you know where you been or where you came from like that's not on the fourth like niggas is here to chill and parlay like why would they conduct themselves like they're at a fucking you know <laughs> networking event like why would you think that and I realized it's just like oh shit like as much as I joke about you know being a child of the wild and as much as I joke about not being properly socialized that shit is a fucking disability at this big grown age like I should know how to walk into a space or walk into a room and say hey how you doing I'm Tina nice to meet you Like, why is that such a hard concept for me to grab me? And I say me because anybody who knows me knows that this should not be so foreign to me. But they never realize that it's never been just a for no reason. Because you think about it, you go to the club, you're not going around the club introducing yourself to every fucking group in the club. You'll see maybe one person you like, maybe even two, might talk to that person and whatever friend group they brought. But you're not in the club working the room. That's weird. You would look like a creep. But in a social, casual setting, that is more than appropriate. It shouldn't have been. I mean, granted, you know, again, hindsight being 2020, I spent you know a lot of times sitting in the wrong areas in a lot of these in a lot of these spaces and I think that's where I fucked up the most too is because I tend to gravitate towards my comfort zone and my comfort zone unfortunately is always amongst the niggas I don't know why I'm never no I take that back I know exactly why I'm not comfortable just inset in, inserting myself into a random group of women because you never know what the dynamics of a lot of these women are and I know myself I tend to ask a lot of questions sometimes out of anxiousness and sometimes just you know because I'm you know naturally nosy inquisitive if you will but I don't ever want to be the one to ask a question that starts a situation that I may not have been privy to so I I usually learn to like wait for the women to be you know approaching and you know wait for them to offer the 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 invitation into their circle in certain situations that never happens (laughs) in certain situations that never happened well for me I will say that for me I don't know about any other bitch but for me a lot of situations I don't see myself just willingly being invited to certain things unless it's like you know oh I like your shoes like you know what I mean like those are the type of thing like women gotta either like find you attractive or think you're cool or you know want to be intrigued or sometimes they just gotta be equally nosy like they gotta want to know what's going on if you intrigue them enough and you're being elusive enough or aloof enough 
they'll sit there and be like, oh, my the suspense is killing me. Let me go find out. Because I know that's how I am. I know let somebody that I don't know show up to a to a cookout and I want to know, trust and believe I am asking questions. But no, in, in both situations, I just was, you know, very socially awkward and then I beat myself up over it. And then I'm just like, you know, having all of these things going on in my head. And then after I put all of that together, all I ended up doing was wanting to shame myself for being fucking human. Like, how dumb is that? Like, how dumb is it to believe that I am above social anxiety, that I am above feeling insecure about over being overweight? When I was 30, I was at my most fit. I hated it because I thought I was too skinny, but I loved that no matter what I put on, looked fucking amazing. I still felt insecure. Again, body dysmorphia might really be a thing going on in my brain. But, you know, given the circumstances, my stomach was flat, my ass was sitting, and these titties were tittying in every fit I put on. The pandemic happened. I lost two years out of, you know, the last four. You know, just eating snacks and laying around. And, you know, now that we were emerging from our cocoons for real, for real, like we were all sneaking and going out last year. So it was like niggas was outside, but you wasn't really getting seen if you was outside. Now, niggas is seeing you outside, bro. Like you're going to be seen. And so now here I am back with not all of my old weight, but with a lot of that old weight. And so a lot of those old fears are starting to come back. A lot of that, you know, confidence of, oh, yeah, my, my, my stomach is still flat. You know, I got a couple of extra pounds. That's out the motherfucking window. It's not full on FUPA, but my goodness, it's getting there. So, you know, with, with this being the first of the month, I feel like, you know, I'm going to let this be a clean slate because, you know, a bitch loves a clean slate and it is the second half of the year. So I feel like I'm going to it's too late for this summer. But, oh, baby, Lord willing, next summer it's fucking over for you. Hoes. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm kidding I, I, I'm just gonna get in shape for myself though Just because I need to start negating Some of these, these, these thoughts And shit going on Cause I realized it too Like I was talking to one of my homegirls about it It's like I don't think I've ever been So critical of my looks At any point in my life Up until now And it's only because we're being surrounded by you know ideas and thoughts of if you don't look a certain way you're not attractive to men and how do you not know or how do you know if you're not attractive well how is your dating life and blah 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 if these men are treating you like trash or if these men are lowballing you and if these men aren't giving you what you feel like you deserve then that means you're not attractive and you're not of their attractiveness level and blah blah blah, blah, blah. and it's like as much as you think you avoid these things they bury themselves in the fucking brain divots and they pop out at the most random inconvenient points in time ever like never have i ever 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 and 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 this is something that i say with all honesty never have i ever been anywhere and been like damn am i ugly like never Never has that ever been a thought. But after cracking my phone screen and can't find a bathing suit and fucking my bad bitch girlfriend is 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 right here looking flawless. And then I'm socially awkward at her family's house. And then the friend situation, like all of these things, I really had to sit there and be like, bitch, am I? Is it me? Like, am I am, am I the hunchback of Notre Dame? I had to get home, took a shower, did my face mask. It was like, bitch, you're bugging. You are wilding. What does any of those outside things have to do with you and what you feel on the inside? 
Because let's just say, like, I'm not going to sit here and be one of those one of those girls who are like, oh, well, would you rate yourself on a scale of one to ten and be like, I'm a ten. Like, as much as I would want to, I know how much I love to be in the house with my sweatpants and my hair not done and my titties not in a bra and, you know, no lashes, no foundation, like I know how much I revel in that phase of my life. I know I'm capable of going out with a bonnet and giving absolute zero fucks about who sees me in it. Like I know I do not fit that quote unquote bad bitch genre where you gotta be, you know, tooted and booted head to toe every time you step out the house. That is not my ministry. You know, I let the bad bitches be the bad bitches i myself personally consider myself bad ish like i can be bad when i want to but for the most part eh. you know like for the most part i keep it cute you feel me like if i want to be like top notch super bad like yes it takes a little more effort it takes a lot more time i can't just do it in 15 20 minutes which is what i would want all of my getting ready time to be but it's not like it's not doable it's just do i want to do it all the time no <laughs> i do not and it's not even just a you know it's 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 just it's just because of my time allowance i would rather spend time watching shows and eating snacks bad bitches spend their time practicing their angles in their outfits and knowing exactly how the light is going to catch their gorgeous faces each and every time the camera you know clicks and i want to do those things i really do i really really do but one i be feeling like i feel stupid because i'm just like how many times are you want to look at your same nose but your nose is your fucking nose <laughs> but that's just again i'm bad ish I'm badish. I'm a badish baddie. Like you got the bad bitches, you got the bad like the bad bitches and the baddies. Then you got the badish baddies. Like they're they they there, but they not you know the solid, you know the solid sixes. Like we we hold it fucking down. I don't know what the hell the rest of y'all niggas be wanting to do, and that be another. That's that's gonna be a conversation for another day too. Is how many of y'all so quick to want to yell at bitches about being sixes and blah blah blah, not realizing that her six brings your average the fuck up from a two. I ain't never met a fine nigga who beard didn't connect. Oh, I'm lying, Lakeith Stanfield's pretty fine. His beard don't connect. Okay, I almost lied just then, but never mind never mind that back on topic so again all of those feelings pointed me in the direction of i just gotta learn to accept that i have to be the one to do the work on myself to be more sociable i can't always rely on my friends to make the introductions and to you know bridge the gaps and connect the dots i have to become especially now i am a media personality this podcast counts as fucking media so i need to do better i need to do better so that i'm going to challenge myself so that i don't feel like this again i'm gonna challenge myself to learn how to just walk into a space and say hey my name's t marie it's so nice to meet you oh no i don't like how that sounds um Hey, how you doing? My name's Tina. What's yours? Um, listen, if y'all got a, a way that y'all introduce yourselves in these rooms, DM me. Help a girl out. Let me know. Because I'm, I'm about to go down another spiral now. Like, why do you sound like this? What are you doing? You sound like a fucking Disney Channel character. Like, oh my gosh, I got to move on. I got to move on. Um... <laughs> And to fucking think I haven't even done shrooms yet. Cause I hear that's another experience. Like, oh yeah, I was introduced to shrooms. Like I wanna say maybe like last year or something like that. But like I've only ever since like been in spaces with people who do shrooms a little bit more often. And so the fact that people casually do shrooms, like 
it's a hot day and they're just pop shrooms like they don't have to set any intentions or write any journaling about what they want out of the process it's fucking wild to me so i was offered some shrooms i took them like i i accepted them but i didn't take them but i told myself that now that i am home and i am in the safe space then i might fuck around and try it but yes all of these feelings haven't even taken the shrooms yet i'm gonna need y'all to pray for me um what else what else what else um shit speaking about shrooms i should probably call blanquito see what he got going on because that's another thing too on the way to philly i spoke with one of my you know homegirls um we haven't really been like not that we haven't been talking but like we're at that age now where it's like you know we got to remember to call each other like it used to be we lived right next door to each other and so every little minor inconvenience or any little thing that happened throughout the day we could just chat with one another we've been so far removed from that it's no longer like second nature so now i feel you know like putting the effort into making sure that we keep that bond strong and so we had a little chat over the phone you know i i was a little sad to hear that there were things going on you know with some of our original friend group that wasn't inclusive of me hence feeling excluded i'm telling you all these feelings came from places so i heard i heard my whole girl say that she was you know at a wedding with another one of our homegirls, and i was like oh so i'm the only one I didn't get the wedding invitation and again I know how wedding invitations go if you haven't spoken to them in the last six months if they are blah 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 would you really miss them and I think that's the the question that always pisses me off is like would you miss if this person wasn't there and if you say yes to me not being at your wedding respectfully fuck you because I'm a fun fucking time especially if we already know each other <laughs> you know i am a good time blanquito and the fact that you didn't invite me to your wedding hurts my feelings but it's okay though because i'm gonna call you to talk about doing shrooms and then we're gonna start you know rebuilding our our friendship and communication from there because i definitely you know would like to ask um you know some of my more experimental homies my, oh, oh shit actually I could ask my, my favorite Blasian too He and I have had that conversation but Yeah see okay so I got a couple people I could ask before I, I try these Try these things So we going we gonna see Damn shame that they're too far away to actually Take care of me cause They definitely um, do Recommend in the blogs Like if you are a first Timer that you Have somebody trip sit you <laughs> and i think that that's such a hilarious like a hilariously cute name for the person who has to babysit the fucking high guy or girl you know what i mean like designated driver sounds so fucking corny but that's the person who makes sure that if everybody else is drinking we all get home safe Smoking weed, we don't have that. We don't have a designated. If anything, you will blow somebody's high if they got to start taking care of you. Ask me how I know. There's bitches I used to smoke with that would get so fucking paranoid and just would blow my whole shit because they just can't stop looking like a fucking deer in headlights every time they heard a fucking noise. Just aggravating. But um, yeah, apparently trip sitting is a thing where somebody volunteers to be sober the entire time you or the group decides to be on shrooms so unfortunately my two homies that i know aren't available to trip sit i have a few other people who may be close second um i may have to trick one of them into doing it <laughs> That sounds bad. I may have to trick one of them into doing it because he, he won't agree otherwise. But um, it, it's something I'm considering. So we definitely going to see. I got some more research to do on it first. But um, yeah, uh, what else? What else? What else? Oh, so this week, I was about to say there are other things on this list, but I believe I made up my mind to save those for next 
episode. So, um, so yeah, what happened? What happened was it was Fourth of July. I mean, Fourth of July. Oh my gosh, it was Memorial Weekend, and what happened was your girl had eighty-eight emotions come at her at the speed of life. You know, you can't even say the. The speed of light no more Cause life be coming at motherfuckers way too fast But um Yeah I had to I had to power my way Through that and I'm glad to say that I've made it On the other side and that You know I have a resolution For, for how to fix it And so you know without any further ado I want to get Right into you know this week's Episode with my guests I again I've worked With these ladies for you know Quite some time now done a few different projects together it's been amazing i you know support the fuck out of their brand and um we sit and chat really about you know having transferable skills what that means you know in in pivoting along your journey of entrepreneurship a lot of us come from you know various uh educational practices a lot of career choices that we or career paths and choices that we may have you know followed for a little too long and rather than cash in all of that all of those years and all of that training as useless to what it is you're doing now you just transfer those skills and um you know it makes for a really really good time we also talk about um fine-tuning your people skills (laughs) and had i edited this episode before i went away i maybe would have known that and would have had it in my brain to set the intention of being social in these two spaces you see why this podcast is necessary if not for y'all it's damn sure necessary for me because it's just so crazy how everything you know just fell into place like i had this emotional you know roller coaster of a weekend that was completely fucking you know self-inflicted but i come home and 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 turn on my laptop because i left the charger at home and couldn't get any work done while i was in philly that's another story but i come home to edit or finish editing and right there in the conversation was all the gems all of them that i needed all of them from how to talk to people how to engage with people how to uh what was the i don't even remember the the actual word but listen you will hear it out um just make sure that you follow my guests please 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 follow my guests every time i get people to come on this show i want you guys to blow their fucking mentions their uh ad uh follower count like blow all that shit up their likes their engagement comment on their shit because these are people who are doing the damn thing and if you have any questions for any of them from anything that you and I, I know I'm, I'm turning into my mom here I go being mumzel is listen I offer their dms to whatever questions and you could use me listen I heard you on T Marie's podcast I blah 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 can you please I, 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 I can't guarantee they're gonna do anything for you for free but I would hope I would hope you would do something nice for them and looking for their help and don't think that you're just gonna embarrass me and be asking people for these free ass helps and consultations without cash apping them something shit even i cash app my homegirl eight dollars because i was asking her about plants too much and she was like bitch next time you gotta pay my consultation fee is 25 dollars." and i said hold on i ain't got that but here goes the iced coffee <laughs> I ain't got lunch, but I got your iced coffee. I got you that. You're going to need that iced coffee. I know that for a fact. So um, definitely get in the habit of, you know, thanking people monetarily. Yes, it's it's a lot to pay in your time and your attention, but people can't pay bills with time and attention. I think I saw it at um, Rec Philly. There was a brand. Oh, I hate that I don't remember the brand's name because they were actually a pretty 
good collective of of clothing brands that were being you know commissioned at Rec Philly in their retail space. But one of them in particular says, "Artists need lunch money," and I took a picture because that is so true. People who are in media, um, music, any of the arts, you know, any of the art concentrations, there is not a lot of big money to be made unless you make it and even then it's not guaranteed nor is it like sustainable no rapper has made their fortune and kept it off of rapping alone they use rap they use music they use whatever to garner attention and then once you have the attention they sell the attention but artists, people who are genuinely like in it to like, yeah, not only do I like that I can make money or I can go places, but I just enjoy the act of creating art. They deserve lunch money. They don't need a fucking 20 acre house to shoot a movie, you know, directed by Spike Lee. Like they don't need that. They don't need the yacht. Like they just want a fucking ice macchiato caramel with a vanilla swirl pop and some cinnamon i don't know if that's somebody's actual starbucks or i just made it up because i don't fuck with starbucks i'm a dunkin girl (laughs) but um but yeah i say all of that to say support these people they're coming on here they're sharing their knowledge listen they could be selling you a master class like let's be very clear anybody who gets on any of these platforms and gives you tips and tricks to do anything not only should you take heed but you should also tip them because a tip is a lot cheaper than that 997 masterclass they go try to sell you in about the next three <laughs> in the next three months because you know it's coming you don't you don't it's gonna pop up like that is gonna come out of nowhere all of a sudden in four easy payments of two twenty-five fifty-five. <laughs> the niggas is gonna want your money. So please show them love now. Keep them keep them to where they don't feel like they gotta, you know, jack the price up on you last minute. Cause when I tell you everybody is the <sighs> Anyway, we going. That's a conversation for another day. Today is about my guests, and they're going to break it down to all of us about how they came about. So we're gonna take a really, really quick break, and then we're gonna get right into the conversation. BRB. Yo, and hello, it's me. Just call me T Marie, and I got a question for you. With my girls at from the front to back, when did you feeling that? Put one hand up when you repeat that. Trying to, now let me stop. But for real, where my ladies at? I would love to let you guys know about this new alternative to all of these, you know, janky period apps that are selling your information to God knows who, where you can put all of that same stuff into an Ali's book club period journal. Listen. I used to rely on my apps all the time. I think I've had it since I was like, I don't even know how old I was in 2011. Don't you dare do the math. But seriously, with all of this stuff going on about Roe v. Wade and listen, screw all these apps. Don't sell them your data. Get you a period journal from Allie's Book Club NYC. What I love about them is that there are different types of period journals for all ages. We have one called the Welcome to the Club for all of the young divas, you know, just embarking on their journey and then there's also one called respect my pain for us ladies who are already in the club and then there's also one for the guess who's back ladies so again what i love about the journals is that it's so simple and i get to write exactly what i want from symptoms to cravings and more so definitely make sure to follow abcsnyc that's ali's book club nyc on instagram get yourself a copy and definitely 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 tell them that i sent you 
<laughs> what do I want to do? I want to get my life together. I'm leaving for this weekend to go away, so I'm just prepping for that. Okay, anywhere fun? Aruba. Ooh, I heard the girls are going to Aruba. <laughs> <laughs> Where's that from? Trap Selena. Hilarious. Hi, ladies. How are hey, you? Hey, I feel like I haven't seen you. <coughs> I've been around. <coughs> oh my gosh. <coughs> I feel like with the weather changing, the air has been so dry. Yeah. And it's like, drink my tea, stay hydrated. I'm going to end up having to invest in like a humidifier or something, but oh my gosh. We try to hold it together. I understand. Feel <laughs> better though. You got your tea going. Yeah. What do you What do you take for it? So usually, if I go like if I have to go outside, outside, then I'll take like you know like one of those little one a day allergy you know tabs or whatever. But yeah. I don't take anything like prescribed or anything like that. Okay. Um. I be having a lot of like sinus issues too. Mm. I know it. I I I think I have allergies, but I ignore it. Like, <laughs> prescribing it, like you need a leopard D. You need a leopard D. Oh wow! And I just kind of ignore it until I have a sinus infection. So yeah, take your take take something. Okay, <laughs> will do. <laughs> um, where is where is my button? All right, all right, all right. Hello, ladies. How are you? Doing so good. Thank you for having us. No, no. Thank you guys for coming. Um, I guess tell us a little bit about who Trivia for Us is, where you ladies came from. You know, give them the spiel. Absolutely. Uh, Trivia for Us, we are a diverse, multicultural, and multi-generational trivia service. So we host events in person. Um, we also host events virtually. And we like to just get into a space where we're able to explore diversity and inclusion. And it's by way of having fun via trivia. And who are you, ladies? You got to tell about who you all are. For real, for real. Not just about the brand. We getting into full introductions. <laughs> I got our spilled out. Uh, my name is Shakira. I'm one half of Trivia for Us, Brooklynite, um, born and raised. Oh, gosh, who am I? I also do um, styling on the side. Um, I think I just have a natural curiosity and a love for trivia. So that's how that all came about. And this lovely lady with you. <laughs> I'm Deidre. I'm the other half of Trivia for Us. Um, also a Brooklynite, um, Shakira and I met in high school and been friends ever since. Also a HBCU grad, so Hamptons in the house. Um, in addition to that, went to grad school at Columbia, so very New York with it. Um, also have a really strong background in communications and do a lot of corporate communications. And I think that also helped us segue into working in the corporate space and doing a lot of diversity and inclusion for um, different corporations. Um, but that's a little bit about me. I love having the ability to spread joy by way of our game. And as far as like bringing people together and unity and family, I love all that stuff. So really proud to be behind this project. No, I mean, I, I, I agree. Like I, um, the reason why I said that I've known, you know, you guys, and it's kind of like weird having to give the reintroduction because we worked together the last couple of months, um, which was a great time. You know, the pop-up shops, especially, they've been so much fun. And I really enjoyed watching people interact with you guys' brand. Like, I love watching how people, you know, answer the questions. They quiz their friends, you know. They're so proud of themselves for knowing the answers to it. And I think that you two have created something like really really uh, you know amazing can you tell the listeners a little bit more about like what prompted trivia for us like where it came from yeah um I felt like you touched on something so you were talking about how proud people feel when they know the answers and etc we actually were out Shakira would drag me to like trivia for us like trivia events and I was on board for it um but we were there we were not know anything we used to feel so left out we were just like looking at each other like 
how come we don't know anything? And we just realized, you know, these questions don't reflect our culture. Um, they weren't being mindful. Whoever was curating it wasn't being mindful of being diverse. So he was just like, you know what? That's what really prompted us to be like, we need to create this. We want to have fun and use our minds and do something different um, for happy hour. Um, but it didn't exist. So we were just like, let's do something about it. Facts. Like how many of us really watched Fraser? Like let's let's be like dead ass here. Like I've never seen an episode a day in my life. <laughs> Do you really? Oh my god, girl. I have seen the show over and over again. But nonetheless, I understand what you're saying. Like there is more to be spoken to, especially I mean, we we deal with the diaspora, but we're here in America and, a, and American history is black history. It is the history of the diverse and many and immigrants. So it got to a point where we just wanted to highlight that, have fun, feel proud of where we come from. And you know what? We went to school. <laughs> you know, we're proud of our HBCUs. We want to kind of just rep what it is that we know and have learned in them. So it's just a fun space to network. Um, sometimes people don't always want to just go partying. They want to eat and drink and then also stimulate their mind so this is the space for that that is dope speaking so much about like hbcus have you guys done anything like with any schools and like maybe in the new york area or any you know hbcus or do you see that in the future no we we have had the opportunity to actually work with um, a few hbcus so we've had the honor of working with the illustrious selman um <laughs> Yeah, I was I was at the PWI down the block, but I still fucked uh, with yeah, Spelman. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, and like Clark Atlanta University. So we've had the opportunity to work with HBCUs, and we really hope to grow that part of our business and work with more HBCUs, especially our alma maters. Um, and we've also had the opportunity to work with like some charter schools here in New York City, um, as well as some um, CUNY schools as well. Like it's oh, nice. fun, like trivia. We could curate it for all different audiences. And that's really like our niche. Like we don't just create a game. We like read the room, we understand our audience, and then we curate something that speaks to them. So. Yeah, it's been really fun doing it with schools, for sure. So it's like a little double entendre. Not only is it like trivia for us, us, but trivia mm -hmm. for us, the collective. That's so dope. That is so dope. So, like, how do you think trivia for us um, will expand, let's say, just in the next year? Because, you know, you guys started out with the events, you know, in person. You've already expanded into the card games. That's how, you know, you and I kind of met. Like, where do you see you guys going in 2022? Um, absolutely. We're always looking at how trivia for us can grow. Um, as you know, we host a lot of crawls. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So we want to begin to expand. We want this nationwide. You know what I mean? So even tapping into the Atlanta market or New Orleans market, um, we see ourselves there. Our card game, we, you know, we want to make sure it's in everyone's home. Um, so we want to, you know, gain a little bit more exposure around that. We want it in your local targets and, uh, your Walmarts and things of that such. Um, okay. I feel like we talk a lot about like the entrepreneurial journey and a lot of times it's people just winging it, you know what I mean? And learning as they go. So did you guys have any, um, I guess like business, um, knowledge before you started this out? Yeah, I think, um. You got to wing it to fly sometimes, okay? So mm. I'll start there. Um, I will say that starting Trivia for Us was my second time forming an LLC. So by forming one the first time, I kind of learned what I needed to do, the nuances with that. So, and even with that, I kind of opted out of using LegalZoom so that I could have like a fundamental understanding of the documents that you need to form a business. So when people like come to me and they're like, oh, how do I start? I'm like, go online, do your research, figure out how to get, you know, your LLC or whatever, however you want to form your business, apply for it. It'll give you a, dip, a deeper appreciation, in my opinion, if you work for it in that sense and you connect with it on that level. Um, so I recommend that first and foremost. 
But see, and this is lazy me talking. It's like when people say, do your own research. All I hear is like, like that's a lot of time. Like there's but so many hours in a day. I'm just saying like for me, it's just like, tell me what it is. Like if you tell me, do this, go here, find that, blah, blah, blah. Because I wanted to do a LLC. And a lot of times in doing like the initial Google search, LegalZoom is the first one to pop up. Like why did you decide that you didn't want to use them and you wanted to kind of figure it out on your own? Again, because I, for me, I just wanted to really like appreciate the process. It's mm. easy to give somebody else the task to do it, you know, mm-hmm. but I have the capability of going to New York state, finding out what's, um, what are the requirements and then going down to the said buildings and filing my paperwork, asking those clerks questions, wow. have like a, a deeper appreciation. Like, okay, this is my EIN. Um, when am I going to get this in the mail? Um, for me, I, I enjoyed that process. It feels like I'm working my way up to the grand finale. It's like my first few days in the gym. So, you know, I recognize that may not work for everyone, but it does give you a deeper sense of appreciation if you know how the sausage is made, mm-hmm. you know? Is that what contributes to how motivated you are to building the brand? Absolutely. It definitely adds to, to the momentum and it's like, it's yours, you know, mm. like you work for it from beginning to end. And again, I'm not shading anyone that utilizes legal zoom. That's quick. Um, it's effective. It gets the job done. Mm-hmm. But for me, that really um, initiated the journey. And Shakira and I, when we did trivia for us, we went through that same process. Um, and then, you know, so we got through our business, we, you know, reached out to a lawyer, did things like our trademarking and things of that nature. Um, But I think it's just really important as far as like entrepreneurship to ask questions. So when you're saying like, I don't know, I don't like, we've reached out to people that Shakira could attest to this. Shakira reached out to somebody else that was doing trivia at the time. And we sat down with them and we asked them questions. It's just too many resources out here to walk around oblivious, you know? So like exhaust your resources, reach out to people, be humble, ask questions, like ask stupid questions. Even if you might think they're silly, they're not silly. Like somebody has the answers. Um, Another thing with starting a business like I said just wing it you just got to kind of start um for me I'm very like tapped into like Newton's law of motion so you know a body in motion stays in motion so a lot of times I feel like a lot of people are like oh I don't have this I don't have that and it's all about what they don't have and I get it we don't all we didn't have funding we still don't have the funding that we want to grow into certain spaces mm. but you have to start i think that's the biggest part about entrepreneurship start where you can with the resources that you do have we were fortunate starting out early we had um somebody that we knew that had a coffee shop and so we had that venue and we started there and then you start to expand i think entrepreneurship um you need to just be patient with yourself you know like love on yourself a bit because it is um it's a risk you know and especially Mm -hmm. if you don't have a business background I don't have a formal business background but I have a background in journalism so that gives me the ability to do research and deep dive and ask questions and interview people when you don't know something so you have to be very um upfront about what you don't know and tap into people that do know And I think that's dope your friend decided to help Shakira because, you know, sometimes people like to keep, you know, their information close to cuff. Like they don't be, you know, wanting to share the wealth. You know, you know what we've been finding there. I mean, there are definitely times when folks don't want to share the information, but more than not, folks want to connect. Mm. They do want to share the information. We have information to give. So it's a trade off. It's not like of a of a take, take, take situation. So I think um, I kind of like going back to like the business sense of things. um, What we do is we work with people, right? I think it's highly important for folks to fine tune their people skills. (laughs) Mm. You know what I mean? Like literally before you even uh, 
get to the bag and the business part of it, you have to know how to talk to people. You have to know how to engage with people. You have to know how to recruit people into to, into your brand, into who you are. So um, if you're not the best at that, no, you know what I mean? Some folks aren't. Some folks aren't naturally salespeople. You have to invest in some kind of training, reach out to folks, um, and, and figure it out. I know for me, I wasn't the best at negotiating. It, it bothered me. It mm. bothered me. So it got to the point where I looked up a course. You know, on how to negotiate. On how to negotiate. Absolutely. It is out here. Little things like that. If you don't feel like you're all the way in one area, go look. Go search for the help in it. Um, it helps me to gain a little bit more confidence when I feel good about um how to do something. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you can be, you know, you can rest assured in knowing you can do it. Yeah. Like when you already kind of know you're capable of doing it, it does make it a little bit easier. I mean, what about in the beginning stages? Like, has there been any moments where you had to kind of like work through both the friendship and the business? I mean, I think it's, um, an active thing. You gotta keep checking in with it. It's like any relationship. You know, you have to make sure that you guys are good at all means. Um, I think Deidre and I do a really good job of making sure that we both are able to voice our opinions or perspective and um, just learning how to work and roll with that and combining those concepts to make it one. Mm. <laughs> so I think we've done a pretty good, you know, a pretty great time with that i don't feel like there were like rough patches you know i'm not gonna lie like we just it, we just got it out the, the <laughs> you know what i mean it, it was it wasn't that rough it's work mm. sure for sure but um i do think Deidre and i work well in that aspect like we understand the grind we understand that there is a hustle we work she'll check on me and she's like did you you know get to this girl I forgot let me get to it now you know what I mean so we do keep each other accountable as well and um yeah we want to work we want to see each other grow we want to see this business grow so it, it ain't no time to really hold on to no ill feelings honey. <laughs> I mean I just say it because you know they tell you a lot of times like there are no friends in business and business is no place for friends and so in hearing you guys talk about how you know you've known each other from high school like my you know now manager I've known her from high school and we're like navigating so it's not like to say that you can't it can't be done I just feel like people need more examples of it being done you know what I mean like it's more of a it's a possibility. This is not something that is impossible. And I, like I said, like I've seen both of you and I've told both of you, you know, separately, like I really do appreciate, like I've grown to appreciate like how well the two of you communicate. Cause I've seen you communicate with like other vendors. I've seen you communicate with, you know, the pop-up shop people. Like I've seen the things and I've always, you know, appreciated watching you do it because you have again like that knowledge of people and how to get your point across without coming across you know harsh or negative or anything like that so I know for a fact that you guys you know work well I just was like showing off a little bit you know I don't want to let them know I know all the back tea you know like I'm trying to be impartial here and treat you guys like you know y'all are not strangers but no it's I think T you're you're on point with that. It's definitely like a value system. Mm. You know, I don't know if it's different if you come into a workspace or you're creating something with someone that has only it's only been a business relationship and then it's turning into a friendship, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think for us we've been fortunate where we came in as friends. I think we value our friendship. I know that we do primarily. And then we utilize that as the foundation um, as far as our work relationship is concerned. I think if you were talking about in addition to like challenges as far as like our relationship is concerned, I think some of the challenges we face coming in was just like how to now get the business, you know, mm. I think that was a challenge. So I knew that coming into it, we had an idea that we wanted to work with corporate partners, all this stuff. And it was just like, how do we get to it? You know, people's emails are not just online. Um, granted, there's LinkedIn, but a lot of it really, you know, 
required us tapping into our personal network, our friends, you know, like, hey, you work somewhere. Are they looking for, you know, happy hour engagement? So that um, could have been perceived as a challenge, but we just tapped into our resources for that. And I think that that's dope because seeing how the two of you went to separate schools, your networks have doubled because you met you know, so many other people outside of, you know, your your initial friendship. So I think that that's amazing. I mean, can you talk a little bit more about the importance of, you know, keeping up with that network? Because again, like I said, in seeing y'all and working with you guys, every day that you had a pop-up, somebody came to stop by and say, hey, somebody came to support you guys, whether it's buying cards, whether it's bringing a friend, whether it's just showing a supportive face, like, again in knowing people and nurturing those relationships like any tidbits or you know yeah on that please please share because that's that's what people need these days more you know community around each other rather than just you know strangers supporting strangers even though that's good too (laughs) no I think um Shakira touched on this earlier as far as like the people skills so For me, uh, I think it's always a matter of being authentic. Mm. Um, You can't just reach out to people when you need something. Um, I think that's where people go wrong. Um, I think it's all about cultivating those relationships, reaching out to people, seeing how they're doing, um, thanking. I'm very big on please and thank you. So just being manly, um, treating people how you would want to be treated. Um, And people recognize that, you know, I don't know if it's a matter of real recognized real. Mm. Um, I think that's happening. I believe that is happening. You will. Say that last part one more time. You glitched out. Oh, I was saying, you know, people will respond to you in a positive way if they can, um, you know, see that authenticity, you are cultivating the relationship. It's not just need base. Mm -hmm. Um, It's also offering what you have to give as well. And like meeting one another um, halfway. I think that's really important when you're cultivating those relationships. What do you think it over there, Shakira? Um, No, I'm on board with exactly what um, Deidre stated. Um, Being authentic Definitely. I mean, just be a good human being. Like, it's not. (laughs) You understand? Like, folks know when you're a good human being and they'll come and support. And we're grateful and we love that we do. We have our family and our friends that come out and they believe in this and they know us. And so they want to see us win. And we're, I think we just feed off of that energy and we give it back. So it's just, you know, we're just transferring energies and just helping each other grow in that sense. But um, yeah, just just be a good human being. Folks will <laughs> will support. That's a fact, though. That's a fact. <laughs> Do you guys have any events coming up? Um, I know it's summertime is right around the corner. Things are starting to warm up a little bit. There's been some sun peeking out. Like, what's going on? What's going on? Are we outside or nah? We're outside. Yes. We're just outside. <laughs> What's on the calendar? I'm ready. Definitely on the horizon is our Juneteenth crawl. So mm. we are working on that location soon to come as far as like the neighborhood will be crawling through. Um, same type of makeup that we did last year where patrons will receive a complimentary cocktail or complimentary food item at each location we'll be playing trivia throughout um and there'll be chances to win prizes so i like prizes we like them too i like prizes and i was like we wish we could play (laughs) all the time (laughs) what's like the best prize you guys ever gave I don't know. We've done like spa, spa days to people. I'm sorry, what? Natural hair care. So like people have gotten gift cards to go get their hair done. What? Oh, this is so dope. I was about to say, can I play? Am I, am I disqualified or not? No, you can play. It's lit. Businesses. So, um, they've been gracious in working with us and supplying prizes. It's been a myriad of things, clothes, tickets, 
Uh, I, I I don't know. It's been so many. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> okay, I like a good wine now. I like a, a nice white Sauvignon Blanc, preferably, or a nice Riesling. Okay. But no, I think that is amazing. So is there anything else that you want people to know about trivia for us? Anything that you want them to follow or keep up with? Please, anything personal that you guys may be working on, whether together or separately, please feel free to, you know, plug it now. I'll say, like, go out, get our card game, visit our website, really check out what we do. Um, we have a sample game on our website. So all you have to do is go to www.triviaforus.com and you could play the sample game and you could buy a deck of cards. We have hoodies, we have t-shirts, so you could get right. Yes, game night has been, let me tell y'all something. If y'all have not gotten these games yet, <laughs> y'all have to get the trivia for us card deck because when i tell you game night with my homegirl in philly was lit like we had so much fun the dance battle card like i don't even want to go through like just y'all gotta get it y'all gotta get it y'all gotta get it thank you it it was definitely it's a fun time for sure um, and just cu curating these questions and getting them together and just thinking like how how would folks interact with these cards so we had fun even creating them um, and as Dee said we also we host in person mm -hmm. and virtual events so if there's a corporation or your company is in need of doing something fun an hour of game time hit us up we can get it together well, thank you, ladies, so much. I appreciate it. Um, I just want to say that, again, it was a pleasure working with you guys. I look forward to us keeping in touch in the future. Cannot wait to see what you guys do. I am looking forward to the Juneteenth Crawl and any other event you have. Please, please, please keep in touch. Thank you for giving us the platform to talk about what we do. We appreciate you. Thank you, T. Thank you, ladies. Have a good one. We'll talk soon. <laughs>